previously on Ars Paradoxica. October 28th, 1943. Today's the day we test Project Rainbow. Making ships invisible to radar, is that right? Hello, Eldridge, we've lost you. Come in, Eldridge. You're never going to believe this. There's someone on the deck. Someone who wasn't there before. A woman. My name is Sally Grissom, and I think I accidentally invented time travel. Recruiter, sir. Whatever she's done, however she got here, it's something real clever. Bill, hi. Yes, it's you. You need to listen to me very carefully. The committee's gonna try and shut you down. I know, you're angry. You're frustrated. You want to fight back. I know. That's what I did. You're not gonna do that. We're taking you to the town of Point of Exile, Colorado. I want to see this machine work. I want to see it help somebody. We've had trouble showing off a practical use for the timepiece technology. But a time bubble? That's got finesse. It's got style. I want to leave. I want all of us to leave. Why is it so important to you to go down with this ship? If we walk away, no one ever gets that chance again. So if the ship is sinking, you'd rather be the one at the wheel. Bill is sick. He's developed this condition. Call it whatever you want. Timepiece disease. He's been using the timepiece to go back in time. A few times. A bunch of times. I think, well, if we can put him in the cage, I think it's highly likely that we can halt, if not outright reverse, his symptoms. I'm not sure there's anything Mrs. Partridge would love more than to see her husband out of the game. If we're gonna keep Anthony Partridge around, she's gotta get gone. I'm leaving. Don't say anything. Don't tell him. Look him in the eye and lie to him. Lie to him about something he loves. Sweetheart, are you here? This is it. I know this is it. Wickman. He has to run things for me now. I know this operation top to bottom. And more importantly, I know where all the bodies are buried. You have got to be kidding me. Donovan. Donovan, where the hell are you? Diary of Sally Grissom, December 25th, 1946. You know, last night I was really feeling the Yuletide spirit, what with figuring out the APU signal decay. But after talking to Helen Partridge, I'm not so sure. Christmas is supposed to be this wonderful time to come together with family and exchange shiny baubles, but standing on the outside of those traditions, it's hard not to feel left out in the cold. I mean, not literally, but... Yeah, sure, literally. There's an emptiness to the holiday. Uh, there's not supposed to be a cage here. Oh my god, wait, hey, what's going on? Hey! Calm down, Sally. It's gonna be okay. Oh. You're... Yep. <laughs> But you're... Yes. <laughs> you're me! From the future! Okay, let's get this out of the way. Yes, hi, I'm you, from the future. You're thinking of the number 86, you're gonna hold your middle finger behind your back, the password is nitric came in grout. 
Why 86? It's what we always pick. <laughs> well, isn't that just... wizard? Enough time horsing around. We gotta talk. Get out of my way. Bill Donovan, you dirty piece of... What, what is all this? Anthony, it's been... so long. So long. What is all this? What's going on? This is my treatment. Sally's cage. It gives your mind time to stop and think things through. I'm healing. So, you've been in the cage? Controlled exposure therapy. It's working. Slowly. From what I understand, I have you to thank. I only had the idea for all of this an hour ago. And in another version of events, you were too late to save my life. Well, I guess too late isn't an obstacle for you anymore. How long have you been in there? Quite a while. I'm not really sure of the numbers. Does duration even matter without a clock to measure yes. it? Yes. The last time I spoke with you was... something like 30 years ago. <laughs> and it's working? My head's clearer than it's ever been since the day Sally Grissom appeared in my life. Since you started fucking with time travel and had your goons manipulate my wife into leaving me! Uh, this isn't a social call, then. This isn't happening. This shouldn't be happening. I can't believe this is happening. Damn it, Grissom. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> Ow! Sally Virginia Grissom. Keep it together. Mom only used to use our middle name when she was furious. Yeah, I know. Doesn't matter. We don't have time for nostalgia. Haha, <laughs> yeah, time travel sure is complicated and funny, right? I know you've got a million questions. Make it fast. When are you from? 20 years ahead, 1967. Do we ever make it back to the future? Ugh. The real future. Our future. That place is gone. Ceased to exist the second we stepped foot into the 40s. Uh, but I did hold a couple enchantment under the sea dances when the 50s swung around, so... Did you ever play Johnny Be Good? Come on, we're not that bad, are we? Uh, I don't know. I'm starting to get why some people don't like us. You ruined my life. You blackmailed the director of the FBI and the president! Well, Anthony, we've all done things we regret. You regret turning my wife against me? I needed you focused. That woman was dragging you down. Oh, I wasn't focused enough! Now you care about what I do! Now I'm the valuable asset! You know what they say about making omelets? Progress requires sacrifice, Anthony. That's why you never got anywhere. You never sacrificed anything. Never fought for anything. I fought for her. Did you? From where I sit, it looks like you left Helen to wither on the vine. She played the doting housemaker for years, waiting and praying that one day her love would return from the war. I did those things for you! In part, I'm sure. But don't kid yourself. You did what you did for you. For your ego. To make you feel important. And when you neglected her, Helen chose to leave. You lost her on your own. What is so broken inside you that you can manipulate people's lives like this? You are a cog in a machine, Anthony. An important cog, but a cog nonetheless. A cog in a glorious machine that makes the world spin faster around Uncle Sam's axis. Don't you have any love for God and country? You're not doing this for America. You're doing this for yourself. For your own twisted claim to power. That's hogwash. Everything I did, I did for this nation. You can cut the bullshit, Bill. I heard the tapes. 
You've never been concerned about anyone but yourself! I've given my life... The only reason you're not slowly wasting away teaching calculus to adolescents is because of me. If you've been listening to my tapes, and if you have, someone is definitely fired, then you know what I've given for this work. Sally's work. I'm just the cog. Remember? Remember before Philadelphia? Before all of this blew up? We were going to change the world. Plans change. Assets have to be reorganized. Not everyone gets to be the hero. You were a very useful employee, Anthony. I'm sorry that your wife left you. I hope that these acknowledgments give you the validation that you so desperately desire. That's all you have to say? I think so. If you could finish this up, I've got to... <coughs> Director Donovan? Oh. Oh, Anthony. Anthony! What have you done? How and why are we in this cage? Timepiece field kit. I sprang for the deluxe model. That? That's a timepiece. You got it. <gasps> it's so small! The miracles of modern science, they make it smaller. Ask the important questions. Oh, okay, okay. Why are we talking in a cage instead of, like... A normal room. We have to be in a cage to keep our brains from going to mush. Run that back by me again. Cliff notes. Time travel paradoxes are bad for the head. They make you go crazy. The literature doesn't exist for you yet, but it's gonna be called butterfly syndrome. They really named it after the Highland story? It's actually a chaos theory metaphor, but sure, that's on theme. I'm definitely understanding the animosity. Listen, kid, you need to hear me on this. When the cage turns off and you flash back to real time, it's gonna go very badly for you. Why? What's the weirdest time travel event you can think of? Based on context, I'm assuming it's talking face-to-face -face with your future self about events that haven't happened yet? Give the girl a prize, yes. The sheer impossibility of it all gives you the migraine of a lifetime. What you're saying is the timepiece causes brain damage? <laughs> you thought it was safe? Hell no, it messes you up big time. And we're in the cage because... It treats it, or something, I guess. I don't know, damn it, I'm a physicist, not a brain surgeon. Going theory in the 60s is that since it's a safe space in here, your brain can sort of anchor itself. The cage keeps you stable. Stable-ish. Which is why we need to hurry. Donovan should be doing it himself right about now. Donovan? Oh, th this is... Spoiler alert. Donovan's been abusing the timepiece for his own gains. Come on, seriously? I speechified a bunch of times! Yes, and he didn't listen. Point is, when we're done chatting, the cage is going to dissolve, and you've got about three seconds to process what happened, and then you... probably won't die. Probably? And after you definitely probably don't die, you'll never see me again. Aw, what? Come on, we were just starting I'm to- I'm gone after this, Sally. Don't waste it. Honey, come in here and shut the door behind you. Get in here, come on. You think we'll be safe here? Yeah, long enough to shower and sleep at least. How far do you think we'll need to go? We are about 25 miles north of If we're lucky, we can make it out of and through and tomorrow. Do you think they know we left? I'm not sure. They'll have figured out by morning, of course, but now I... Do we pick it up? Who would be calling here? Who do you think? 
I'm scared, Jack. It's... What? I was about to say, it's gonna be okay. But it's not, Penny. It is really not gonna be okay. Yes. Jack. Esther. I wanted to... How did you find us? You... You know what they can do. What you can do, Esther. If they think they can use you as bait to get me back, they're dead wrong. I wouldn't let them. Then... Then why are you calling? Because... I owe it to you. I told them you were going east, towards the Carolinas. Said I knew you always wanted to live there. Thanks for the heads up. Everything's about to change around here. We never should have worked for a man like Bill Donovan. It doesn't matter now. We made our choices. And you chose to side with the snake in the grass. You made perfect the enemy of good and chose to run away from a chance to put them on the least destructive path. Don't kid yourself into thinking everything's so black and white. Don't give me this ends justify bullshit. You wanted power, and you got it. So I hope you're happy. I hope somebody's happy. I can't say you're totally wrong. You're getting better at their double talk every day. I want you and Penny to be free of this. You of all people deserve it. It... Thank you. This is the best I can do for you. After I hang up, open your trunk. Check under the lining on the left side. Give Sally my best. And, and Anthony, tell them to never stop being the good ones. I will. I love you, Jack. I love you too, Esther. What did she say? Jack, what did she say? Why did you come all this way? What terrible thing could possibly justify coming back 20 years on your own timeline? I'd love to answer every question you have, and goddamn, do I know how frustrating this will be. <coughs> Is. Damn it, it's starting to sink in. I've really only got time to hit the broad strokes. The cage can only sustain us, this, for so long. Classic. The one person I trust to give me a straight answer, and she has a time limit. All right, so, you'll never see Anthony Partridge again. What? They disappear him. I'd say he was dead, but you never say never with these guys. I've heard rumors of... Never mind. What if I could... You can't. Save him. Believe me, I tried. Sally, I tried. We tried. You have to trust me. It's, it's not worth it. Point is, I went on the run after that, but never for too long. They know where you go, they just ask the future. They know where you've been, they look in the past. I spent years swimming against their tide, going nowhere. I probably made them even stronger in the process. So you're giving up? Not exactly. They, Wickman, never wanted to imprison me. They just wanted our brain. All the boys do. And it might have took me a long time to realize this. And I really don't want to give you the wrong impression here, but they're not bad people. Misguided, certainly, but... You know Wickman. He cares. He wants to help people. He always has. Wickman? What about Donovan? As of today, you don't need to worry about Bill Donovan. Wickman's taking over operations. And you want me to... work with him? Sally, you have one thing all these others don't. You've seen the future. You've seen the surveillance state of 20... You can stop them going down that road. They trust you. More than anyone else. Can I? Can we? I spent decades running from the office of developed anomalous whatever, and by the end, I didn't know why I kept going. 
I'm tired of being a fugitive. Your nose is bleeding. We need to finish this now before we die in here. Bad things are coming, Grissom. The history that we remember is different. Everything that's happened since 1943. It's created ripples, deviations. If I had access to their resources, maybe I could have been able to do something, but there was... It doesn't matter what happened. You can help them where I couldn't, but you've got to start the relationship with an open hand, not a closed fist. W what bad things happened? There will... There... There was... <coughs> there is... <coughs> I, can't keep, I can't keep up. I can't say the words. I've got to end this before it kills us. What things? What words? How was... Are you... <coughs> Whoa. What will have happened to me? Find the pumpkin papers, Grissom. The pumpkin papers. Wait. Pumpkin I'm not a bad person. I am not a bad person. I am not a bad person. Anthony, do you remember why you called Bill Donovan all those years ago? I had solid math predicting Pearl Harbor. Now, why'd you call that in? Wouldn't you be better off extorting Uncle Sam for a payday? Holding that information for ransom? But you didn't do that, did you? You walked right into Bill's office and handed it to him. Why? Well, it was the right thing to do. People's lives were at stake. You're right. If only we knew, we could save people's lives. And now we can know about everything. Perfect situational awareness. Updates fast as the teletype can print them. We can save everybody. Okay. So could you maybe explain to me why on God's green earth you decided to murder the one person who could have made it happen? I... I, I don't know. You don't know? Why you strangled an old man in a hospital bed? You people took everything from me. My home, my career. You took Helen. All for his sick plot. He just, I just, I, I, I don't know what came over me. Bill has this way of getting under your skin. He sinks his hooks into you. And that's why he deserved to be killed? Well, he needed to be stopped. And you were the one who could stop him. I, I didn't know what I was going to do after I heard what he did. I had to do something. It's not fair. It's not fair what he did. You know what I think is not fair? You killing a man with your bare hands because you don't like how the sausage is made. Listen, it, I was, it was like he was goading me. Like he wanted it to happen. It doesn't matter what he was thinking. You're not in those cuffs because Bill wasn't as gracious as you wanted. I keep reliving it over and over again in my head. His face. I can't forget his face. Rictus smile as his face went purple. I see the face every time I close my eyes. I trace the veins in his face and the curl of his lips to depersonalize it, to focus so minutely as to rob his face of its humanity, but I can't. Every time it's just the same smile looking right at me, through me. I thought he would be afraid. I was afraid, afraid and angry, but he was just... Excited! Aroused! Even in death, Bill Donovan stays with me. I don't care anymore. I just want this to be over. My life is over. Helen is gone. There's nothing left for me. Can't you just... shoot me or something? It's funny you should ask that. Hank, we're ready for you now.
Hank, our mutual friend here was just talking about how he wants to be killed, too. What can you do about that? Well, Dr. Partridge, it seems you'll get your wish, as far as the rest of the world is concerned. What are you talking about? We're scrubbing you. You're being... Let's call it formally retired from all work and family obligations. So, you're giving me a new name or something, like June Barlow? When you asked about being killed, I'm sure you meant us halting your biological process through any number of methods. Electric chair, firing squad, poison. No, we're killing you in a more figurative sense. Your address is being changed to a dummy location, your services and subscriptions cancelled, and your accounts closed. We're refusing requests and letters on your behalf. Within a few days, you won't have a life on any business or government records. And a few months after that, you'll stop receiving communication entirely from people who don't personally know you. And then, slowly, your presence will fade from even the memories of those you knew and loved. Well, that was heavy. But you've got a choice about what happens next. Apart from my death? Well, it's all about how you pass on, isn't it? Your first choice is simple. Live in a room like this until you die. Actually, smaller than this. Too narrow to lie down, too low to stand up, eat once a day, shit in a bucket. Perk is, you get to keep the bucket. I suppose you want me to take the second choice. Remember when I said that you murdered the only person who had a shot at saving everybody? Yes, I was there. It was three minutes ago. You can do something about that. Oh! Sure, use the timepiece to stop myself. What a brilliant idea. It's not gonna happen, Chief. Oh no, you made your choice. And with choice comes consequence. You're going to become the bedrock for everything you've worked for at Odar. You can be the genius that saves the world. I'm listening. I will. I love you, Jack. <clears throat> Did he go for it? It's the only shot Dr. Partridge has at redemption. His one chance to forgive himself. I think he'll go for it. Worked out better than I could have hoped. We had just planned on leveraging him with the abandonment angle, but then he gorged himself on guilt. Sowers will be pleased. Hank, a man is dead. A great man. And the world turns on. All you see before you is now yours to do with as you see fit. Once Partridge is in the black room, there's no stopping this. I can't believe we're actually doing this. Remember, we're changing the world. Nothing worthwhile has ever been easy. This is the right thing to do. Esther, tell me this is the right thing to do. He brought it on himself. You know, I could deal with Jack giving up. I could deal with Sally saying no, but Anthony? I thought he knew better than to put his own vendettas before this. Odar is bigger than all of us. It's bigger than Bill Donovan ever was. It was reckless and disappointing. I feel for him, I do, but we're not children anymore. Stop wondering about right and wrong, Wickman. Focus on the result. You want to keep this country safe? Do that, and don't distract yourself with the merits of petty morality. Right, yeah. Yeah. What's the timeline for Anthony's departure? It's on schedule. We should have the deployment package ready soon. Everything is in order, then. Once the Black Room is operational, everything changes. We are the vanguard of the new order of things. Inform the rest of the Central Intelligence Group that we're ready to go. Yes, sir.
Ars Paradoxica was created by Daniel Manning and Misha Stanton. Episode 10, Consequence, Act 2. Written by Daniel Manning. Directed and produced by Misha Stanton. Featuring Kristen DiMercurio as Sally Grissom, Ren Beeler as Chet Wickman, Rob Slotnick as Bill Donovan, Robin Gabrielli as Anthony Partridge, Katie Speed as Esther Roberts, Zach Ehrlich as Jack Wyatt, Charlotte Mary Wen as Penny Wise, and Dan Anderson as Hank Cornish, with special thanks to Isabel Atkinson. Our theme music is Redshift by yours truly, Misha Stanton. Our credits music is Electric River by Eno Friedman Broadman, with vocals by Cleo Gordon. You can hear more at enoofficial.com or at enomusic.bandcamp.com. Come find us wherever we are on the internet. Our website, arsparadoxica.com, where you can find episode transcripts or grab merchandise at our store. You can also reach us anytime on your social medium of choice, at arsparadoxica, or at our email, arsparadoxica at gmail.com. If it's arsparadoxica, it's probably us. Ars Paradoxica is made possible by listeners like you. If you enjoy what we've done here, consider leaving us a nice review. And if you can pitch in anything to help us keep the lights on, go to patreon.com slash arsparadoxica and pledge to support us monthly. And finally, Ars Paradoxica is brought to you by the internet. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. Weather in Tulsa today is clear 